Welcome to Wake to Freedom. I'm Eric James, your host. Host, I guess you would say. I'm just Eric James, a guy that wanted to start a podcast to spread good feelings, love, joy, happiness to people. And with that being said, today's show is about uh, deprogramming. Last week, our conversation was about programming. Um, and we got Joaquin Snoky on the show again, my good friend from way back when, um, and my brother in this ride this path which is beautiful and anyways uh so this show is going to be about deprogramming and uh you can probably hear my pig in the background he's very upset right now at me because i won't give him bird food so he's throwing a fit and yes you heard that right we do have a pet pig there's many of pictures of him posted on awake to freedom pages and stuff so he's a, he's yeah he's a brat tonight anyways uh sit back Relax and have a good time. Thank you. Is that, what they, is that what they say in Australia? Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. So, I think everybody knows your voice by now, Mr. Joaquin Anoki. I'm here. Here I am. Here I am. Like a here I am. Yeah, in in flesh and in spirit. In I'm flesh here. And in spirit. Yeah. I'm not echoing, right? No, you're good. I'm good. So we got Joaquin on the show again today. I can tell by Facebook that a lot of people are interested in the uh, deprogramming thing <laughs> and what we were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go ahead and take over, and uh, and I'll butt in like I normally do. Of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes this show this show, right? It wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be like that with doing anything else. Um, exactly. So, as we alluded to last week, we've we've all been programmed. Um, some are benign programming, meaning they're harmless, and others are painful and create patterns in our life that are just uh, horrific, right? Horrific. Horrific. Um, but for lack of, a, I, I think horrific's a good word. I think when when you're subconsciously living your life and it's taken you to a place of, of unnecessary pain, um, that's pretty horrific. Um, I know I've experienced that in my life in lots of different ways, and I'm sure you have too. So um, we've admitted we've been programmed, all of us. And so the next step is to say, okay, how do we deprogram ourselves from negative uh, patterns of living. So the first thing is, is we deprogram is kind of a, a, a bad term then, or, or a, a, a term that doesn't really fit because we don't. We're, we're already programmed. We can't. We can't deprogram necessarily. But what we can do is change the patterns that the programming has um, created in our life. Right. We can change the patterns that we exhibit that take us to painful places. And that's what we want to focus on is how do how do we best do that? How do, how do we best do, um, you know, uh, 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 an about face or or a 180 from uh, painful painful experiences or, or especially the ones we repeat over and over. I don't know about you, but I've done a lot of repeating, you know, in my life. Yeah, and I call yeah. that you know, you know I always call that the vicious circle. That's how I kind of explain. Dude, great, great, great way to explain it. I call it Groundhog Day. Okay. Um, you know, uh, just the same shit, different day. You know, yeah. we just we just seem to 
to find those experiences that are trying to teach us lessons, but we don't learn them. So we just keep doing the same stuff. Um, it could be with different characters, could be in different circumstances, could be in different places. But the reality is, is we're doing the same thing. We're, we're repeating the same patterns of pain. Um, and what's so ironic about it, so weird about it, is that we're, we're, we're exhibiting these patterns that bring us pain to avoid pain. <laughs> and it does, it does, you know, it's so ludicrous, you know, uh, the, the way the ego works uh, in our lives to, to, uh, to get us to buy the notion that if, that if we um, stay in some comfort zone or some repetitive uh, pattern of life, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep us comfortable. It's going to keep right. us away from from fearful experiences, or um, get or or keep us away from having to go out of our comfort zone. But that's where life lies. That's where the real living is. That's where you grow. That's where we can actually take a bite out of life and say, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" Because I didn't stay stuck in those patterns. So, right. How do we break patterns? All right, let's go to the the numero uno. The, the primary, um, you know, the primary thing we have to conjure up within ourselves is awareness. And, and again, I've defined it on the show before, but I'll do it again, which is simply to have, have cognizance or understanding of something. Now, I can, I, again, I always allude to my own path, my own path and, and my own life and my own experiences. And, and I know for me, awareness started with certainly a shitload of pain, right? First of all, and I got, I, I got tired of it, dude. I just got sick and tired of it. I was tired of, of just expressing myself through negative patterns in my life. I, I, I hated it. I was overweight, obese, alcoholic, right. you know, just just unhealthy, uh, find it narcissistic, finding ways to try to control things I couldn't control, just blah, 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 blah. I can go on and on and on. Right. right. But, yeah, me, yeah, right so... Here. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's what you and I connect a lot there because yeah. I think we've exhibited a lot of the same. Um, let me let me interrupt and just ask. No, I know. Okay. I, mean, I just want to ask a quick question for me. Mm -hmm. When I woke up, and I know this is probably the first time I really said it, and I paid him much. Something woke me up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, I I quit drinking, you know. Uh, but it wasn't that intense. Something woke me up. And I would use my father's example, his passing, you know, it was about a year after his passing. Hey, uh, just, so, just, hey, just so you know, you're breaking up bad, so I don't know if you can where you're at or, or whatever, but I, I, you're underwater a little bit. How about now? Um, still kind of breaking up. And how about now? Oh, man, dude. That's as clear as it gets. That's some clarity okay. right there. I like it. So for me, it's, 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 thank God I woke up and, and I live a much more beautiful life. But I think with a lot of people, and, and this is just questions I get, how, how do you wake up? What is waking up? What is realization? You know, we can't, you know, it's a touchy subject because I really, how do you explain it? Well, and like I said, I think for each individual person, it's different. Um, it takes it, it. It's a combination of a lot of things. Like I was alluding to, one is awareness. Okay, how do you gain awareness? Well, I heard, I heard a lot, and I got tired of it. Um, you hit, I, and I use this term a lot: rock bottom experience. You know, you just get to a point where you're just done. I'm done. I'm done living like this. And the Holy Spirit will naturally take it from there. 
and I can't explain it. It's beyond my, you know, understanding and it's something sacred. I wouldn't want to touch it. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. I think everybody could explain it differently. I think everybody has different experiences with waking up. But the reality of it is, is it does take some things where all of us have to do the same, to do, you know, the same, um, not necessarily do it in the same way, but we have to do the same. We have to exhibit the same expressions. And one of them was, uh, for me, was asking myself questions. Um, that's so so important that we're able to do that. Ask ourselves questions, and and I think of Eckhart Tolle, which is uh, to observe the observer, right, or observe the thinker. Um, you're not your thoughts, first of all. You're, you're not your thoughts, nor am I. Thoughts are things. They're just things. They, they come into your head, and either we capture them and we express them, right, or we say, I don't own that thought. Keep continue on, continue on, shoo it away. Bye bye. Exactly. Like, we exactly. have that. We have that ability. Um, so we have to understand that the, the, the thoughts and the, the, the thoughts in our head aren't us. They are just simply thoughts. The ones we grab and hold on to, and um, subsequently allow us to have feelings within ourselves, and then we we have emotions after that. Then then those do become part of us. But a thought in and of itself is just a thought. Um, oh, so, so I think I'm a really cool guy. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if, if you express it, okay. Yeah. So let's say, no, that's a great, that's a great point, a teaching point because, okay, let's say you thought that I'm yeah. a really, I'm a really cool guy. You read, I mean, seriously, you really thought that you said, I'm a really cool guy. I'm a cool dude. And then you have these feelings in your body of being cool. You said, you know, I feel cool. You feel confident, maybe a little arrogant, whatever. You know, your shoulders puff out. You, you start walking around going, hey, you know, get yourself some new clothes, whatever it is. And then you express yourself that way. So that's a great teaching point because with that manifesting thought or that seed thought, which is I am cool, you bought it, you captured it, and said now it's creating feelings in me of being cool. And now, I, and now I'm to the point where I'm expressing myself as cool. And so you did. You just proved to yourself that that thought actually changed your life. It changed the way you see life. It changed your perspective. It changed that, that certainly the way you express yourself. And so that, that's actually a, a perfect point to teach thought. So let's say you, let's say you had a reverse thought that said, I'm an ass. I'm a complete ass. The crowd uh, was in which I thought many, many times, um, and and grapple with even sometimes now. Um, so, but I don't grab that one. Right, I don't, right. I don't, I don't grab that. I say no, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm a child of God. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an amazing man that, that that's that's flawed and makes mistakes. But I'm certainly not an ass, right? So I let that thought go. I simply let it go. I either replace it with another thought or I alleviate that thought completely and get to a present moment. And when I do that, that thought is gone. It's gone forever. I mean, I'm not saying it may not come back again, but the reality of it is that thought's gone. So it doesn't create a feeling in me of being an ass, and it doesn't allow me to express that thought through me, which is being an ass to people. So right. that's see, see the difference there. You want to hold on to the thoughts that are good and, and our life affirming and our healing and our, our, our positive and uplifting to yourself and other people. And we want to let the thoughts that are negative go. Right. And, and right. so back to where we were though, uh, the yes, awareness. Yes, and, no, it's okay because it's important that, that you understand that too, that we all understand that. 
um, the awareness of asking questions is very, very important. Um, awesome. You know, if I and, echo it any time my voice is echoing, just let me know. I will. No, right now you sound real good. Um, okay. So, so this awareness that we have to ask ourselves questions and you know be awake. I mean, that's really awareness and awake are really similar um, because you're you're actually now cognizant of something. You're you're waking up. You're you're seeing things differently, right? So you ask yourself questions, and I'll ask you if you asked yourself questions. I assume you did. Mine was, why am I not happy? Why why am I not happy in life right now? Why why is this creating why is my life creating so much pain? Why am I creating pain? Not just for me, but for people around me. And what well, that did yeah, and go ahead. Mine was exactly the same as yours. So Yeah. It's it's it what it did was it it brought me to a a, a more conscious state of living. Which, in, as you as I, we've talked before, consciousness to me is divinity. Consciousness is God. When I can be present, when I can be conscious, I can then make changes in my life. Yeah. So awareness is the is the you know is that gap. It is that is that tool that we use to get from here to there. It's yeah. that bridge, right? It's the bridge of the gap that we use to go from here to there. We have awareness, and we, we go, ah, hmm. I'm I'm starting to wake up a little bit. I'm starting to pay attention to these patterns that I have, right. these pro, right. these program patterns that continue, um, that have continued throughout my life, and I no longer want those. So what do I need to do? I need to be aware. I need to be aware of what I say. I need to be aware of what I think. I need to be aware of how I feel. I need to be aware of how other people make me feel. I need to be aware of how I feel about myself. I need to be aware of my connection to God. Yeah. I need to be aware of the love I have in my see, there's so many things we need to be aware of. And when we wake up, the Holy Spirit takes care of that. You know, God enters into us and, and really manipulates and changes these yeah. patterns for us. It's it's almost like you don't really have to to do anything but be willing and open to this change in your life. Now, my fear was if I'm not ego boy anymore, if I'm not Ego boy. I used to call it ego boy because I was ego boy. I lived. I lived a carnal world. Everything was materialistic. Everything was what I, I was. Just Joaquin. I was just an asshole. Ego boy. <laughs> yeah, an ego boy was an asshole. I just dumbed it down a little bit. But yeah, we have a lot of names. I, I yeah. No, I hear you. And and so if I'm not ego boy, then who am I? And you kind of get caught up in that for a minute. I did anyway, and I think other people oh, yeah. do. What am I going to be then? Who am I going to be? What is my life life going to be like now? If I'm just, (laughs) you know, no longer this, whatever that was, this pain, this drama, this, this sickness, this, this just crap that, that just seems to lead my life. Well, let me tell you what happens when we wake up, when we become more conscious, love fills in the gaps, love fills in the gaps. Believe me when I tell you, love fills in the gaps. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to change. You don't have to find a new identity. You don't have to get a new group of friends. You don't have to do anything. You, Although, you I, did, I did yeah. find a new identity. because well, I you just, did, but, but you didn't have to. It wasn't, I didn't have to, no. No, you didn't work for it. You didn't have to draw it up. You didn't have to idealize it. It just came to you because you woke up. And realize that you're loved, that that you want to express yourself in loving ways. You called it a stroke of love. 
And that's what happens, man, when when you wake up to your own divinity, when you understand how special and how amazing you truly are without the programming and patterns that we've been subjected to. That's what that's what happens. Okay. Um, that's an important realization to make uh, when we talk about deprogramming or unlearning or, or whatever whatever term we want to use. Because it's both. We need to deprogram and we need to unlearn. We need to unlearn the shit we've learned that takes us to negative spaces. And we need to deprogram ourselves from what we've been programmed with. And like I told you, there's certain programming that's benign and completely, I mean, like I said, driving a car is very programmed thing. We, we were taught and we just do it like robots, right? I mean, that's what we do. Uh, I wouldn't want to un- unprogram that. But the negative things that have, that have you know, challenged us in our life, like my narcissism, right? This, 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 I've always had this, this need to influence in my life. You're and breaking I, up a little bit. Am I? Am I? Am I? Yeah. Is this better? Yeah. Okay. So I've had this need to control things in my life. Um, You know, narcissism, let's use that word because it's a, 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 you know, kind of a buzzword nowadays, you know. um, It has so many levels, though. It has such a spectrum. It it does. And, you know, I've read many things about narcissism, and I I hit them on all cylinders. I, I truly was that guy. I was that guy. I really was. It's not... Pleasant. To, I mean, it's not pleasant for me to admit, but I, but I certainly was that 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 guy. Um, so recognizing that and realizing that I don't want that anymore, you have to say, okay, what what are what's bringing me to this place of wanting to control things all the time and wanting to be in control of things I can't be in control of? And the reality of it is, is we don't control anything in our lives. We, we really don't. The only thing we control is our perspective and, and whether we want to be a positive person or a negative person, and whether we see ourselves as divine or we see ourselves as sinners. And right. we have to make that distinction. And once that distinction's made one way or another, that's what's going to lead our lives. Look, if you see yourself as unworthy and a sinner right. and less than and guilty and remorseful and regretful, then you're going to have a a negative life. That's just what's going to come from it because that's the way you see the world. Yeah. Whereas if I see myself as divine and, and perfect in the eyes of God and a child of God and, and love and all these things I see, then what do you think my life's going to be like? I mean, it's a very obvious thing to see that your perspective leads your life. And that's, that's the difference between people that are leading a life of joy and people that are stuck in depression. And, and I think a lot of those people don't realize what they're even stuck in. No, they have no idea. They're in a way. Because I felt like you, like you were pointing on, you know, uh, waking up and doing the same thing every day. Remember how I used to tell you I just never felt like I was home or I never felt like that completion. Right. Um, well, that's what I was always striving for. But God, if, I, if somebody would have told me, you need to think this way, you need to do this way. Right. In my ass, just in my day, I'm just from example. Right. Because our show is all about touching somebody, one person, who cares? But, but back in my day, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, that's just people that quit drinking or doing drugs. Right. I, was, I always thought, oh, because, you know, 
but it's such like you're explaining the connection takes over the Holy Spirit starts to guide us or a guy guides it. Well, it, it really does. It really does. And I talk a lot about there's a beacon of light inside of all of us and it doesn't go anywhere. It's always there. It's always shining. It's always bright. What we've done in our lives through programming pattern, pain, you know, just experiences in our life that, have, that we've carried with us, you know, negative ones specifically, they fogged that up. They fogged up that light. Um, but that light's always there calling us home. You know, it's like that, that, that ship, you know, uh, uh, that, that beacon on a foggy night, just, it's always just saying, here I am, here I am. Whenever you want to connect to me, I'm here. And that's an important thing for people to read. It didn't go anywhere. It's, that's never been taken from you. Um, there weren't certain people who weren't born without this light. I know. Um, it's in everybody. And that's the thing. I play the I always played the victim uh, in, in a sense. I always play, well, th- you're supposed to have this in life. I, I should have this. I shouldn't do that, but I didn't want to put in the right way of thinking or, you know. Right. So, so funny. Yeah, you're just touching. Well, we, 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 well, no, we do do that. We do play the victim and we, because, oh, yeah. we, because we feel that we, we deserve that. We have bought this notion that we deserve a shitty life because we've done shitty things. See? We've done bad things. We've hurt people. We've hurt ourselves. We've thought really devious, evil thoughts in our lives. So I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. So what do I get? I get this is this is what I get. These are my consequences. Yeah. I, get to, I get to live a shitty life because I've done bad things. Yeah. When when how powerful is this program about programming? That takes away the guilt right there. You didn't do those things. You were handed fear. And you had no other way, you had no resources to be able to escape from it. And you bought it and you allowed these patterns of pain to live, to lead your life. That's what happened. That's why all that existed. Everything you did stemmed from the fear that you were taught and shown as a child. Whose fault was that? It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault that I was raised the way I was raised. I was molested. But then... I, well, I was, that, I was that, you yeah. know, do you understand what I'm saying? I, oh, saw yeah. things, I saw things in my life. Look, and I've, I've said this to many people. The first eight years of my life were hell on earth. Absolute 100% hell on earth. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't thrust that on anybody in a million years right. because it was absolute hell on earth. Okay. I went through, I was beat. I was molested. I, I, I was left. My dad wasn't in my life. I was abandoned. I had just massive amounts of issues. My brother ran away that I was close to. I had things experienced, just crazy things that only I would know of, of course. I can express them, and I try to do that through my writing and speaking, but the reality of it is I'm the only person that knows how I felt about all that, and it hurt like hell, okay? It really but I want to really make a point for all our listeners, too. Yes. You, there is many people – well, here's my take on everything we are just talking real quick. Yes. We are all – Especially our uh, you and me and what the people we grew up, we were all ra- we're all raised on fear, anyways. Of course, from our parents, from their parents, it just stems back to way, 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 way. And so I, I was just getting into that. We never have a chance <laughs> unless we're lucky and born to a Buddha Zen family up in the hills of Red- Redland, California, or something. <laughs> but not many of us are, you know. If you're, unless you're yeah, married to Zen or people that are very in touch with the universe and love, we don't really have a chance in hell. And then you add on traumatic events, 
to be right. good children, and then it happens, and it's just horrifying what you went through. Like you said, you're right. eight years ago. Right. I and mean, then that, and that just proved that that fear was real. Was yeah. That yeah. just proved to me that all that fear that I was taught was real because he, I was taught and shown this, and now my life is proving that that the, yeah. that fear is real. That I am going to end up suffering in my life. And so I created that channel, that pattern of living that put me in situations that prove that point to myself. You are a worthless piece of shit. You are unlovable, which is my big buzzword because that's how I felt the first eight years. I felt unlovable. How could I possibly have felt lovable when the, when the man who gave birth to me, when my father right. didn't, want to be, didn't, didn't want anything to do with me? Really? Right. Okay, wow. didn't show me affection, didn't show me love, never went to any of my baseball games, didn't show up at my graduation, wasn't really a part of my life. How could I, a child, with a child's mind, with not the intellect to understand things the way I do as a 50 year old? You had no chance. I had people, zero chance. People in your circumstances and have zero chance. There's nothing around okay. yet. Okay, so, so, so that should take away any of the points from the brain and your muscling. Huh? You keep muffling. Okay. And that should take away any of the guilt and, and, and the, the ill feelings I feel about doing any of the stuff I've done in my life because I didn't have a chance. I had no chance. So take that away. Take that away. But what it does leave me with, and this is the most important point of this whole situation, is it leaves me with the responsibility to change it. Yeah. Do you yeah. see that? Yep. I have the responsibility now to change my path. Yep. I don't I don't feel guilty for what I've done. I don't, and I haven't for years. And I've done some pretty shitty things. Okay? Uh, the world would tell me I should feel guilty. The world would tell me I should be at fault. I'm the one to blame, but I don't. And right. the reason I don't is because I realize why I did what I did. I did what I did because I was thrown into the hands of fear. And I exhibited myself the way everybody else in the world does when you're thrown into the hands of fear. We created more fear for ourselves. And we proved ourselves that we were unlovable and and worthless. So all that's left me with is the responsibility to wake up and change my patterns. And I gladly accept that responsibility. Gladly. The people who sleep, the people who are still programmed by patterns and pain, are not accepting responsibility. They're not. They're simply not. And I'm going to go a little bit further here and say in this day and age, um, there's enough resources, there's enough awakened souls in this world for those people that know what they need to do. And they're making a choice not to be awakened. They're making a choice now not to wake up. Now, I know that's a very general statement, but the reality of it is it's true. It's true. Um, Not in every single case. Not in every single case, but in many cases, people are choosing to stay stuck in their comfort zone and their patterns than to experience taking the responsibility on of healing. Most definitely. I 100% agree with you. And it's frustrating as a teacher of love to, to, to deal with that. It's very frustrating. But, but I will say this, the ones where the light does go on and people do change their lives and exhibit joy and, 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 and make changes, you know, deprogram and unlearn and do all these things, these steps to heal. Oh, my God, dude. It's, it's yeah. magical. It's, it's the most, seriously, it's the most joyous experience I've ever had in my entire life. 
I've never been happier or more at joy than to connect to another soul and have them, um, you know, have them experience the same things I'm experiencing in my life, have them heal uh, by maybe hopefully by God. Again, I don't take a whole lot of credit for this because it's really not me. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to me, but by my experiences or by my inspiration or by my writing or by my teaching, just to see somebody go, oh, my God, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. It's so fucking magical. Um, it's just amazing. So <laughs> it really, that, that really I go, real quick, yeah. real quick story. I, yeah. I, I go to band practice now and my guitar player is, uh, his name's Mike and he's, uh, he's a great guy. We've been jamming together for about a year now and, mm-hmm. you know, working on this band and going through some problems with bass players and, and things like that. Um, <laughs> But he's a corporate guy, you know, and he's got two beautiful daughters, and they're both going to college up in Chicago and stuff, and him and his wife live here. And uh, so he's kind of corporate, but he, me and him have a cool relationship. I'm kind of his yin to his yang, you know. He's more mm-hmm. corporate. The other night I noticed he's jamming the guitar, and he had texted me the night before, and he goes, I'm not going to be negative anymore. I'm going to be positive. And I was like, right on. So we're at practice the other night, and I noticed he has this little leather bracelet thing on it. I was I was like, that is like, because he normally comes with his little polo shirt on, you know, and everything, but he was loosening up and having fun, man, and it was, like, cool to see that. Yes, yes. Because, because I always act like a kid. Right. I always tell them, when we get in the studio, this is our chance to be 15 and 16 years old again, just have fun and goof around and tell right. silly jokes and be kids. Right. And it's awesome, you know, it and is. just see him relax. And just chill out and have fun and laugh and smile makes my whole night, you know. Yeah, well, an older would never have thought like that, but now it's just yeah. a joy. I was getting to the joy. I guess. And it is. It, it no, it is, and it's it's beyond comprehension that joy. It it goes way deeper than a happy day feeling or 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 anything else. It's just your connection to God, man, and you're seeing yeah. lights. You're yeah. seeing lights go on. You're seeing lights go on. You're seeing people, I mean, think about that, this guy, he, so at some point, in some level of his being, he has awareness, right? He's a, He was aware that he's been negative, he doesn't want to be negative anymore, and now he's loosening up. And he's yeah. Loosening up. And that's the awareness, man. That's that's the thing that changes. And i got to be honest, I'm just, I always make it a point to just be positive with him, because I, we just had a connection, you know, we started playing mm-hmm. music together. And uh, it's beautiful. It really is. And I've, there's many examples, and there's many examples for you, too. We could get into beautiful stories of awakening. Ooh, that should be a podcast one day. Yeah, we should write a, uh, write a book. There's another title for you, Joaquin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it. I, I, love the, I love the connection. And, and yeah. that, again, it just brought me to a, something I want to make real clear here. And, I, and we talk about self-love a lot. Uh, in fact, we did a show on that. Um, but the reality of self-love is not selfish love. It's the understanding your connection to every person on earth. It's understanding your connection to all living things. That's completely different than being selfish. That's the opposite of being selfish. It's understanding that we're all connected. We're all divine and we're all connected, all of us, every one of us. And, and I think of the Jackie Robinson uh, uh, quote, and I, I'm going to paraphrase here because I can't remember exactly how it's written, but it's something to the effect of 
uh, you know, a, a man's worth is only as good as his connection to other men or, or, or what, what we do, you know, how we, how we treat other people or something to that effect. And yeah. that's true. Dude. Your whole, your whole purpose in life is to affect other people positively, but you can't affect other people positively if you're not positive yourself. No. If you got, if you're talking to yourself negatively, and you got that laugh, you know, that, that negative self-talk thing going on in your head, you know, that you're worthless and you're not, you don't amount to much and you'll never be what your parents wanted you to be. And you're not doing things, you're not doing anything right. You're a piece of shit. You're all these things. How in the hell do you expect to connect to people in a positive way? Or how do you expect to be an inspiration to people? You can't. But man, the minute that voice changes and starts saying you're a divine entity, you're an, you're an amazing light, an amazing soul, have the ability, you meaning all of us, 7.6 billion of us, have the ability to connect on a very powerful level to every single person in a positive way, in a loving way, in a compassionate and empathetic way, that changes everything. Why would I ever want to go back to a negative frame of mind? when I can have the type of connections I have now with people. Yeah. Uh, I, I would never do that, not in a million years, because there, there isn't, that, that bridge is burned. That, and what I've learned is that bridge never even existed. <laughs> I made yeah. it up in my mind. I, I made it up with fear. And, that, and that's, again, that just takes us a great segue right back into programming and patterns. And how do we deprogram? What do we do? And again, we have to be aware of, of what we say and, and, and how we say it, how we feel. We have to ask ourselves questions. And then there's two huge points that I want to make before we get off the phone, which is um, meditation and prayer are, are, are just huge for yeah. changing your mindset, changing your mind frame. Um, um, being open to a, uh, a power greater than us. You know, um, something, something divine, something, something universal, something sacred that's yeah. beyond us. And, and again, prayer is, is speaking to that divine part of us, that consciousness, and meditation is simply listening to it. And when we can learn how to do both of those things, and there's everybody does it differently and everybody should do it differently because we all have our own way of learning and our own way of being. But, man, when you can do those two things and add that to an aware mind, somebody who's who's trying to reach for consciousness the rest is history bro the right. rest is just simply healing and awakening healing and awakening and growth healing and awakening and growth we heal and every time we heal we become stronger and we grow more in our spirit exactly. and i'm going to tell you that's what brings us to these joyous moments that's what brings us to this experience of happiness and contentment and joy and, and, and a, a healthy life and, and um, uh, compassionate for other people and all these things that we want to be. We have to be able to do these things. So, you know, again, just to reiterate what we went over is, is awareness first. Uh, we have to be aware of, of, of the voices in our head, um, how we speak to other people, and how we speak to ourselves, um, ask ourselves questions, which is why am I so unhappy if I am? Um, what do I need to do to change this? Um, is this what life's all about? You know, these big questions that we ask ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. that naturally breeds awareness. It'll bring awareness into us. And awareness leads us to consciousness. And when we're conscious, we're doing things that are right by ourselves, dude. 
I'm telling you, you make much better choices living a conscious life than one that's just run by subconscious patterns of pain, yep. um, which is what I've done and I believe you've done in our lives and which created a lot of crap, you know, a lot of things that couldn't work going the right way. So, yeah, um, I got, I, I want to, I got a, a thing that um, I just want to leave everybody with or just um. And uh, I, I was having a really good conversation. I put up a, a thing on Facebook the other day about religion, and it's, it, it said religion's a beautiful, a beautiful way of hiding from God or something right. like that. Right. And, uh, and I and my uh, sister, or my daughter-in-law, my sister, my mm-hmm. daughter-in-law, uh, Facebooked me on the message. You know, we're, we're going back and forth on comedy, mm-hmm. and she was, you know, we were talking about the church and stuff like that, and. Uh, you know, I, I don't bash anything, and I, I'm anything that celebrates love in the end. I believe is is because that's what we are. I agree. And when I grew up in church, um, I, I was thinking the other night, these words came into my head that explain the church to me: faith, mm-hmm. faith, and to believe. Mm-hmm. At this stage in my life now, the way when I have woke up, just my personal experience, I know I'm a person. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm connected to God because you've had experience. Yeah. See the difference? See, it, it, faith and belief are, and I've written about this many times. Now, faith, faith is a little bit different. I, I think there is a certain amount of faith we do need to have. Of course. And I but, think it's divine. But, it, but belief, belief is, a, is a very weak, weak way to live because a belief can be disputed. It can be disputed by you, yourself. You can yeah. dispute your own beliefs. I used to believe in Santa Claus, okay? Yeah. But I don't, I don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. I disputed my own belief because I was faced with facts that, that proved to me that Santa Claus didn't exist. Yeah. And so belief is, yes, I, I, again, I, I was raised in the same church you were or the same type of religion you were. Well, and that was, yeah, Christianity. You, are, are you a believer? That's what I was asked many times. Are you oh. a believer? Yes. Right. Are you a believer? No. I now I'm not a believer. I'm a, I'm a knower. I'm an experiencer. Yeah. I, I feel my own divinity lead my life. I have a connection to the Holy Spirit, which religion does not have a monopoly on. By the way, no. anybody can access the Holy Spirit. Anybody and everybody should, because that is our divine connection to God, right there. Um. So yeah, no, I hear you. I, 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 you're right. We were, and so you believe these notions that faith and belief is what we need. No, what and we salvation. need. Salvation. And, <laughs> and salvation, right? Yeah. Um, that I salvation. Mean, look, man. There, there. We can go on and on and on, subject-wise, yeah. especially about religion and that. But the, but the reality is, is the truth of the matter is, every individual should develop their own co- connection to God in their own metaphoric way, however they see God, however they experience God, however they believe in God, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The end, the end result, the end result of any of those experiences and beliefs should be more love in your life. More love in your life. More love in your life. Yes. Lots of it. Love for everybody. Love for everyone and everything because God is love. Yeah. You see, if, if I'm going to develop a connection with love itself, which is what God is, then yeah. it should make me a more loving person, not yeah. a more judge, not a more judgmental person, not a more rigid person, not a more conservative person, a more open, loving, kind, compassionate, empathetic person, no matter what. 
um, because that's ultimately what God is. God is love. It's very simple. It says it. First John four seven and eight. Yeah. Right. Those know. that those that, that that love knoweth God, for God is love. Yeah. It's very very simple. That those words are 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 so easy to understand. There's no um, um, confusion whatsoever. It's that simple. The expression of love itself is there for everybody to connect to. But we. Man, we must understand the power of fear. And we must understand yeah. that we've been programmed and patterned to believe that fear is real and that it can hurt us, which is bullshit. It can't. Right. Um, did, you say you had, did you say you had a question from the Michelle Nuez? Well, no, it wasn't a question. So, okay. uh, oh, that was, uh, well, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll put a thing out there. Michelle, please message me. I think she was saying maybe the end of July and it's a thing in Maui and she just digs on us. It's a big art thing, I think, and some music and all that. So she wanted to maybe put a segment of on the show and I would definitely want you to be a guest. Absolutely. Um, um, and, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to even go to Maui if she's okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. How about, a, how about a road trip uh, podcast? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And hey, man, I'm down for it. Are you 50 yet? When's your yeah, 50 I, year? No, you, you, you got me by a year. I'll be 50 February 22nd, 2020. Okay. So well, I got, got a Maybe time. when you turn, well, maybe if we don't go and we just satellite our show or have it on a podcast, we'll like, that'll work. Maybe we'll get together at least on your 50th. I, I would love to go to Maui, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think that does sound good. Yeah, my mind started thinking of Maui and uh, yeah, Robin yeah. fly over there and meet you guys. Those are wonderful thoughts, wonderful yeah. thoughts. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, this was a powerful uh, two, two-part two segment here about programming. I hope people got a lot out of it because the reality of it is, is it's a powerful form um, of psyche control. Um, and it's something that, that we've all experienced, but we, we have now the responsibility. If you're listening to this show, you have the responsibility now to wake up from this and to find ways to, to, to change those patterns yeah. and, and to be more loving. And that's my challenge to all, everybody that listens to the show right now. If you're listening right now, do yourself a favor and reach out, grab a book on self-love, Learn how to, you know, go to church, do something to connect to something that's greater than you and be more aware of, of the way you live. You don't need to experience anything other than joy. That, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Have joy. Lots of it, too. Well, I mean, life's, a, life's an experience, an experience of joy and happiness and love. I mean, I, it, there you go. There I mean, I, I called Joaquin earlier today um, for the show and I asked him, do you feel like a kid? This, we'll make this quick because we do have to end the show here. Um, but um, I asked him, I, sometimes I feel like a kid, not immature, but I feel like a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, I'm the same way and with my kids. And, 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 and it, it really made my heart feel good. Like, you know, and, and I want to see more people feel that feeling. Well, and, I, and I, I told you this, it's innocence. The word innocence is so powerful there. Right. Because before we before we were to come, before we were subjected to all this programming and pain and, and fear, we were innocent children. And that's what happens when you heal yourself is you get back to that same experience. Right. And there's nothing wrong with being silly. Silly is a noble, noble thing, man. It's awesome. 
All right. Well, we got to wrap up this show. I've got some things to do. I love you, brother. I love you. We'll get this show up here in a little while. Let's just put everything together on it. Right. Um, um, I do want to say to the listeners, man, and, and as the show grows, and I love you guys, man. Um, there's nothing in this world that I want more and that Eric wants more, and I'll speak for Eric too, Yeah. Um, than to heal, than to, to simply find your own way to get out of the crap that you're in, the depression, the anxiety, the bullshit, the, 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 just the fear. is just it, it doesn't need to be. And if you need to reach out to either one of us, please do, because we're here for you. We love you. Yes, and all the links are on the show, too. So yeah. anybody, uh, we've awesome. got everything on there. Beautiful. All right, Joaquin. All right, baby. Yes, have love a great you, too. Weekend. Yeah, you too, brother. All right, man. All right. All right.